baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, bringing it on the 18th day, Jamie. Of December 2017. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, yep, yeah, that's a roll call. Uh, we're brought to you by Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get. Go see him on US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Got the chance to spend most of Saturday with Dr. Weber and uh, watching the wrestling team perform over in Dallas. Yeah, um, I want to commend you on being uh, taking uh, air, this taking in and out uh, oxygen this morning. You got up at four, drove to Big D, and uh, oh, that was Saturday morning. After Saturday I got morning. in late, after I'm getting old. When I, you know, when I was younger, that wasn't a big deal. You just like, okay, I, man. The older I get, the more I realize your body can't function like it. The brain still functions that way. You remember the people you used to work with? This is when I remember, and some ladies around here who shall remain named. By the definition of the rule, was a no catch, and so I see the Steelers score. And I see the dudes talking about it. They're reviewing it. They wipe it out. And then I see the Internet just blows up with uh, basically the loudest Hooters guys at the bus. conspiracy. They're cheating. They're doing this. They're doing that. The referees have fixed it. They don't know what they're doing. Some of that is true. But if you look at the definition of the rule, and I don't care who wins that game. I, I don't have it. I like both of them. I dislike both of them. I mean, it's, I'm not really – I've got no, no dog in that hunt. But by the definition of the rule – if you're a pass receiver, not a running back, everybody wants to talk about the plane of the ball in the, in the end zone. It has nothing to do with it if you're a pass receiver. You have to go to the ground with the ball and maintain control. He Well, he, he dove over and he broke the plane. All that's true. And if you're a ball carrier, that's a touchdown. The way the rule is in the NFL is that when you go to the ground on a catch, you have to maintain control of the ball, which he didn't. End of story what the rule should be, what it could be, what you want it to be. I agree with all that. I think it's a little confusing for the average. For me, I'm not real smart to begin with. But if you look at what the rule says, and the Mike Peral or whatever the guy's name, the former head of the NFL officials, explained it to where a third grader could understand it. And yet you still have all the social justice people out there clamoring for a big conspiracy theory. Uh, the next thing we're going to know, Oswald was refereeing the game. Well, why not make it consistent, though, and say, you know, you have to maintain, regardless of whether you're a wide receiver or running back, because I've seen a lot of that. Did you just mention NFL and Roger Goodell and consistent in the same sentence? I certainly did. <clears throat> well, and, and then you've got the situation where I thought his knee was down. I did see that. Uh, but it doesn't make any difference. And, and Romo's going, just catch the ball and fall down. And I don't know, he didn't need to reach or whatever. But anyway, that's what I assume caused the uh, – He reached and the ball hit the popped ground out and popped out. And popped out. End the story. You did, did you maintain control of the ball when it hit the ground? Yes or no? Well, what had happened was – no, no, no. And that's, that's a tribute to my buddy Scott Lee. <laughs> what had happened was uh, – no, you didn't. End of story. Guys, end of story. End of discussion. The referees can only call the rule – as it is written and applied. And they got it right. And they got it right. Now, you could say change the rule, and that might be something for the committee to, on rules to take up 
and I don't think anybody would be uh, opposed to that, possibly. But there's a reason they have it in there like that. And, again, speaking as a Cowboys fan, a couple years ago when Dez makes the catch against Green Bay, that was not a catch. He didn't maintain control when the ball hit the ground. Bottom line. Bottom line. As bad as I hate to admit that, that's true. Well, and then we've got, you know, uh, first downs and so forth with all the technology around being decided by, you know, four by six index cards and so forth. And this is where we are in the uh, in age of technology. We're still reporting. Uh, index cards. Looking to index cards to uh, to measure first downs. But anyway. At least didn't use voodoo incantations or something of that nature. In a way, Chicken bones. In a, in a way, Terry, this is, this is good that this is going on, though, because it takes the conversation away from all the garbage that uh, – it went on at the beginning of the year, and now people are focusing where it should be on football, on close calls, on your team winning or losing. Well, if you're a Seattle Seahawks fan today, mm-hmm. at least nobody tried to beat up fans on their way out of the stadium this week. Oh, we were we were uh, fan friendly this week. We were fan well, sorta. Um, the negative thing there, Jamie, is they did have their kid, the rookie. Uh, I'm trying to think what his name was. Uh, I saw this the other day. Hang on, and I'll pull it up. Uh, the kid, uh, <laughs> it, it just, you can't make this stuff up, folks. Uh, there was a Seahawk freshman or, uh, who got arrested for drunken disorderly. And if you watch the video, drunken disorderly are the minimal two things that come to your mind. He was uh, very disorderly. But this was uh, Malik McDowell a rookie defensive lineman, Michigan State, was caught on tape taunting a female officer while he was in handcuffs. Yells at her, are you scared of me? Uh, Uses some pretty poor English. Uh, Why are you a cop? Calls her a a B-word multiple times. Tells her the reason he can talk is because he has a lot of money. The officers will never make more money than him. Uh, Put me in expletive deleted jail. I'll bond out. Just acts a fool. Well, and, you know, it just, and it's not a good look if you're Seattle and you just had the worst loss, home loss in the history of Seattle, the worst loss of the Pete Carroll tenure, I think dating back to his first year when he was down, I think, 35 to nothing to the Giants at halftime. I want to say that was the call then. But, uh, yeah, the, the Seahawks are a smoldering, most of the West Coast fans, the Rams, are a smoldering heap of dog excrement. Well, this is uh, this is proof once again that Seattle is maybe having the prime candidate for Man of the Year again. First, it was Michael Bennett, and now it's going to be Malik McDowell. Well, this is one week in a row. Michael Bennett did not try to go into the stands and beat up a fan. So you got to like that. Well, I don't think he was the one, but there were half the other defensive linemen. Did. But in Michael Bennett's defense, it was a fan on the road. Yeah, it wasn't like one of their home fans. Well, and McDowell, this is his second or third time uh, again. Went early for Michigan State. Great, uh, great prospect. Uh, out of, I think LSU. Uh, Les, I think he visited LSU. If memory serves me correct, while Les was down there, but uh, stuck in state with the Spartans. And I think that recruitment was a circus. And now you're starting to see why. Uh, he's saying he's got more money. However, something tells me if that is his mindset. He's probably going in through it like Sherman through Georgia. It is being – that money is flying out of his pockets. I don't know how much it costs to bail out. Uh, was this in the uh, fair city of Seattle? Yes. Okay. So, 
Now, I would say probably Seattle. Would you call that probably a uh, progressive city? Yes. I would. By most, uh, I've been accounts. there a couple times. Yes. Uh, a, a beautiful place. Uh, people are crazy as hell. Um, but it is um, a situation where he has put himself in, just like, forgive me, Michael Bennett, and then all of a sudden it's somebody else's fault. It's no no accountability. Um, Quentin Jefferson was, by the way, it was Jefferson was the guy that tried to go into the stand. Yeah, not not Michael Bennett. He was, he was the one that was Bennett caught. was the one that, that that went after the guy's knees. And yeah, yeah, Linda yeah. From the, and, and there's so many of these. Oh, there's even more from yesterday. Uh, Earl Thomas and Bobby Wagner. One of them's a free safety. The other, Bobby Wagner's a linebacker for the for the Seahawks. For the Seahawks. And uh, Thomas didn't think that the linebacker Wagner should have played because he has a bad hamstring. And any of our backups would have been just as good. So those two guys are into it. So, the, you know, Seattle can't just fight with the fans on the road or the other team. Yeah, they fight with each other. They threaten police officers. Or let me rephrase that. It was not a threat. They uh, act like idiots toward police officers when they're drunk and disorderly. Go figure. And Pete Carroll's going, can I go back to USC now and, and cheat? Uh, uh, Wagner fired off a tweet that said Thomas is just jealous because he's all pro. <laughs> Boy, that's, there's, that's, a, that's a locker room you want to be a part of, isn't it? Whew. Dude, that is that is incendiary over there. Um, but I thought, you know, Seattle's the city of love and peace and kumbaya and let's all join hands and contact the living. And, and, well, here's and the stats for you. Here's the stats for you for Seattle. The worst loss of the Pete Carroll era. 40, was it 40? Uh, 42 to 7. Okay. Uh, it was the most points allowed in a game in the Carroll era. It was the worst lo- home loss since week one of 1997. It was the worst week 16 loss, uh, since 19, excuse me, 2009. They're 8 and 6, half a game back of the Falcons in the race for the final wild court spot. But they already lost to the Falcons earlier, so the Falcons are going to have the tiebreaker. So Seattle very likely could miss the playoffs for the first time since 2011. Well, this is simple. Uh, what Really, what Seattle needs to do is trade uh, for the Jets' Mo Wilkinson, who gets suspended every day because he can't make a meeting on time, and that'll make that defensive line basically uh, uh, pretty much a candidate for America's Most Wanted with uh, with that crowd. Um, you know, this is what we with those seven and nine seasons that the Saints dealt with. You know, and say, oh, you know, Peyton's lost it; he can't coach anymore. Blah 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 blah. Guess who else is out in Seattle? Jimmy Graham. Is he still there? I thought they put his face on a milk carton. No, he is. Well, he he would probably claim that's probably his last sighting. Well, they don't have a quarterback that can get him. Oh wait, they got Russell Wilson. Pretty good. Yeah, and and now they don't like Russell Wilson because they think he's you know all sorts of things that he's he's not one of them. Uh, whatever them is, he's not part of that. Uh, the kid's five eleven. He's a darn good quarterback, but if he is a, and I know Saints fans are going to be upset when I make this comparison, but he's similar to a younger Drew Brees in a lot of ways. And I'm not saying his arm is, and Drew Brees has an average arm. They'll, everybody will tell you that. His decision making, his ability to keep plays alive with his feet. Oh yeah, he wins. Interesting uh, comment I found during the Saints game, and I don't know if this is every series, but Brees basically calls three plays in the huddle. As he goes to the line, based upon the protection, the coverages, what he sees, he checks off to one of those three plays, based upon which one 
he thinks schematically, sure, will work better. That is why he's one of the best. Not because of his arm, obviously not because of his everything else, his ability to run. It's a base. You know, this is um, he's a chess master. It really is, although it would, you know, you, you, these uh, stories we're telling you about would not lead you to believe this is a thinking man's game. But it is, and that's why Breeze, he, he's able to create mismatches. At that position, it is. We come back. You know, have we gone overboard on picking on anything somebody says? I'm going to actually take up for a guy that made a statement that the news media has blown out of proportion. Everybody's butthurt about it. Uh, did you think he really meant this statement, or do you think they're making something out of nothing simply because the guy ain't winning games, they want to get rid of him, a la Greg Schiano, uh to Tennessee? Anyway, we'll cover that and more. This segment brought to you by our friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support incredibly worthwhile cause, folks. Louisiana Special Olympics. Jamie and I'll be back. For Memento, La Edge, Sports Talk 97. Work hard and play hard with a Kawasaki from McKinney's. Here's Richie McKinney. The 2017 Mule 610 is built to get the tough jobs done. And right now, our best-selling side-by-side is $800 off. Then when the work is done, cut loose with the fun 2017 Kawasaki Terex. Take $1,500 off and dress it up in our accessories department. Come see us at McKinney's, your outdoor superstore in Ruston. Kawasaki ATVs with engines of 90cc and above are recommended for use only by persons 16 years of age or older. If an insurance company is there to sell you insurance, shouldn't it also be there to service it? After all, what good is your insurance if you can't even talk to a real person about your policy, let alone receive prompt claim service? Don't worry. At Farm Bureau Insurance, we're here to help with experienced agents, so you never have to worry about who's going to be on the other end of the phone. You know it's going to be your personal Farm Bureau Insurance agent with fast, fair claim service where you need it and when you need it most. Call today for your free no-obligation review for auto, home, and life insurance that's custom-tailored just for you. This is Tommy Futch. In Union Parish, call me at 368-9757 or see me at 507 Sterlington Road in Farmerville. Louisiana Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company, Louisiana Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company, Southern Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company, Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Jackson, Mississippi. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one, 345-4545. Washita Valley, making good things happen. You want a credit union that works as hard as you do. You want the very best people looking out for you. Washita Valley, making good things happen. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. 
For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. Our model year in closeout is going strong. This is Steve Brennan with Brennan Dodge, and our big finish to 2017 is full of huge savings. You'll save 25% off MSRP on remaining 17 Ram 1500 Crew Bighorns. That's a savings of over $11,700. Save 25% off MSRP on remaining 17 Ram Crew Laramie 4x4s. That's a savings of over $13,600. The last of the 17s are moving quick, so hurry into the big finish of 2017 at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in. Sports talk, sort of. Yeah. 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, if you had any idea what we talked about during the break, uh, yeah. Well, it's uh, Christmas. What can I say? Ho, 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 Jamie. Indeed. Don't call me a ho. Ho, ho. Um... Okay, so I got something for you, and you guys are well, and I've got several, a bunch of texts I want to read. 888 Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line. Uh, this segment brought to you by our friends at Spa Navarro. Pamper the special people in your life. Spa Navarro, 807-1060. 318-807-1060. Spa Navarro, Lammy Lane, Monroe. Possibly the easiest Christmas gift you could get for your wife, girlfriend, side chick, significant other. Boyfriend, yeah, or both. Oh. I mean, if you got both, they probably yeah, do that I, too. Yeah, you're there. they, they uh, no judgments here. They don't judge. They just if you are willing to uh, <laughs> pamper yourself. They'll take care. If of you got the cash, it's fine to help. That's right. They uh, their favorite color around this time of year is green. As is all of us. Okay, so here we go. Sean McDermott for the Buffalo Bills. Everybody is on this guy. Uh, at halftime of the Bills game in Indianapolis. They uh, see CBS sideline reporter ask him how his team prepares to play during a snowstorm, and he answered the question. Mm-hmm. All right. Number one, a snowstorm around here is like four flakes falling in southern Arkansas, and they shut the school systems down, and everybody goes and buys bread and milk. Correct. You know how I know that? I lived in Dallas. Here's what we did in Dallas. If it snowed in Oklahoma City, everything shut down, just in case, because it's three and a half hours north. Have to be ready. You gotta be ready because nothing spells zombie apocalypse or snow apocalypse like bread and milk. I don't like uh, my odds uh, on people that don't like bread. Go buy it, right? Milk. I hate milk. What, what, I got twelve gallons. You never can tell. Even people that are lactose intolerant go buy milk. I mean, there might be an orphanage that comes by with all the newborn babies on an eighteen wheeler, and I have milk. I mean, it's bizarre. At I, any I rate, I always went to the liquor store in Birmingham when it snowed. I, 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 beforehand, yeah, I always make bread, sure. milk, and booze. I like it okay. mainly booze. A lot of milk. So anyway, so here was his re- reply. They, hey, how does your team get ready to play in cold weather? Well, number one, we're in Buffalo, so that sort of goes with the territory, right? Uh, here's his quote. You never know what the conditions are, what we're going to get. No different than our military people in terms of what they go through. We have to perform just like they do. Oh, my God. The social justice warrior nut jobs. Do you really think McDermott said, hey, I know that, you know, offensive line blocking and throwing in football and playing cover two is just like the military. Uh, it's no different than the military. You know, the guys are getting shot at. And I got a son in the military and another one on the way. So 
I can speak to this firsthand. Do you really think that's what he meant? Oh, my God. Here's this quote again. You never know what conditions are. True. You never know what you're going to get. True. Now, is that in the military? Yes. You never know what the conditions are. You never know what you're going to get. True. Um, it's no different than what our military people go through in terms of what they do. We have to perform just like they do. In the military, you have a specific job to do in whatever conditions there are. In football or at Wendy's or at wherever else you work, a lot of times you're not going to know what the conditions are, and you have to it's All he's saying is like, look, we have to go do our job, just like those guys do, or women, or whoever. And these people are going nuts. Well, this reminds me kind of after the, uh, oh gosh, all the stuff where, where the police were under assault for so long, uh, and they were catching so much grief for Baltimore and, uh, you know, the things that were taking place, the riots and so forth, and police uh, protests, and everybody uh, was, there was an opposite reaction in that everybody rallied around first responders and police and were, you know, thanking them at restaurants and buying their meals and thanking you and, you know, thank you for your service, just like the military. After a while, I think even some of the police were going, it's okay. We're, we're, we're fine. Thank you. We understand. Uh, it gets to a point where a little bit of an, of an overkill. And uh, Do you really think this guy – now, was it a poor choice of words in a spur-of-the-moment interview? Yes. It could have – you know, it, but yeah, again, Jamie, it's like, hey, what do you think about this? It's a spur-of-the-moment thing. You're coaching the team. You're, you have to give an obligatory interview at, at halftime per NFL rules. So the guy came up with a quip here. Hey, we just don't know what we're going to get. Sort of like the military. We just got to go out and do our job. People lost their mind. Really? People? Seriously? Um, what If you're a coach, for example, okay, which you are, and you say before debatable. you came, and, and you've heard it, well, at, at this point you still are. And it's, you're, you're giving your team a talk before a game, and how many times have you heard this expression? It's time to go to war. What the hell are you supposed to say? It's it, it's time to go to the peace rally. It's time to to, to gear up and, and, and go to the uh, convention. How is that going to go over? I mean, it's time to 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 to, to join hands and go to arts and crafts class. <laughs> I mean, it's I'm time to use that. It's time. Actually, to, I got a couple kids that that would appeal that would appeal to. Yeah, probably. So. It's it's time to go to the concert. No, it's time to go to war. You're amping people up emotionally. We. It's EI. Everything is taken out of control. I'm, I'm serious. Even the the worst. Again, I will admit, and I, I guarantee you, McDermott would too. And I don't know this guy. I'm not. I'm just telling you. Do you really think, in his heart of hearts, he's trying to? They're going. Well, how can you know what is in his heart? Because what would a common sense person tell you about that statement? Hey, he, you know the guys. He, he made a poor comparison. Because what if I say this is like a firefighter? Yeah. What if I made that compare? Well, we're like firefighters. We don't really know what we're going to get into, but we got to do a job. Or a police officer, or the military, or the Walmart manager tomorrow. Hey, we might be out of t- tires, and we might be waiting on the truck to come in. We got to, you know, work. Time to go to war. Time to, time to go to war. Get those tires out there. Yeah. You know, do you really think he's trying to compare it to that? But yet, people lose their mind. They seize on one subject, one word. Uh, that somebody says or a phrase, and I will tell you this, 
you know, we talked to, I had a ton of people ask me about the sexual harassment stuff we did on Friday. Just, you know, and there's a lot more has come out over the weekend. I scarcely can think of any of my friends, myself included, Jamie Foxx, that you can't go back 35 or 40 years and everything I've ever said or you've ever said that something could not be misconstrued or taken out of context or taken in context that would not paint a flattering picture of any of us. Well, right? Probably, yes, and I'm probably guilty of it too, but all I've gotten out of the past is just laughs at it. I mean, like, like you're serious. Is it inappropriate? Is I mean, it, yeah, I mean, go, you know, go away, little man. Did you I see mean, the, the, the dialogue? And ESPN, to their credit, released this deal uh, between the ESPN female reporter and the male anchor. Yes. And so she's claiming sexual harassment, innuendos, things of that nature. ESPN just released a ton of their text because they did it on the company phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, text messaging, that is. That's company property. So they said they released a ton of text messages, and I read. It took me 15 minutes to go through all of them. I read all the text messages. I bet you did. I, I did, Jamie. There's nothing there. It's two people that obviously know each other. There's some playful flirting banter going on. These people have had dinner together. Uh, it leads you to believe there are other activities that probably occurred, but there was no salacious pictures to speak of. Uh, dude sent her a picture of himself cooking an omelet with no shirt on. Okay. Oh, hey, I might, I might, I might give that Another one like a touch. topless omelet. I don't think anybody wants a picture of me. But at, at any rate, so it, it, it is banter going back and forth. She initiates a, lot of a significant portion of this. All right? So I'm assuming he's married. That would be just a guess on my part. I don't know that, but just reading between the lines and things of that nature. But these were two adults that obviously had some sort of relationship going on off air. And yet now she's suing a year and a half later because it was an unfriendly workplace. And he's working with her on how to use her. One thing was how to use your voice, how to speak uh, instead of your throat coming from your diaphragm in terms of speaking into the into the microphone and your presentation and projection, et cetera. And then they're meeting at different parts in the country uh, to have lunch, have dinner, hang out, whatever. But anyway, you, this is sexual harassment. I failed to see that. And I think most reasonable people would see that and go, yeah, okay, these are two people that obviously have a relationship that, uh, I, you know, I don't see. So. And maybe my definition of sexual harassment is different than other people. This is, uh, to me, much to do about nothing. Well, and it's, it's on steroids now because uh, just a couple of things really uh, – the Rodney Anderson cases we did discuss in, in detail Friday. Uh, that's now come out that, uh, and I, I unfortunately could not go back and find the young lady's name who who uh, brought the charges. That have now been uh, Rodney Anderson's been completely exonerated on that and cleared. Uh, now they have text of her saying that um, that she even admitted during the conversation that it was consensual and she saw an opportunity as she said, from a political activist angle, to try to uh, to try to get money out of this situation and to try to bring a cause that might in some way bring her further financial gain. Uh, same thing, and, and now the this has gone and bled over into the pros now because... Uh, Half the NFL network is suspended. Well, and now uh, 81-year-old Jerry Richardson, owner of the Carolina Panthers, has finally said, you know what, I'm not going to put up with this. I'm, I'm done. Uh, as of Sunday night, now this will be predicated, of course, when the Panthers' season ends. Uh, he's put his his, uh, his team up for sale. 
and everybody's beating their chest going, oh, well, he won't be the first one to go. Guys, you, you, can, you can rap on 80-plus-year-old men all you want. They got the dust. They don't care what you think about them. And selling them is just going to get rid of a lot of headaches. But you know what? You need their money. Just like everybody needs good people that can pay their insurance premiums and good people that can pay their light bills and, and the utility company needs them. Grocery store needs people with money that can buy their groceries with cash, AR check, or a debit card, or a credit card. You need people like that. You can rip on old people with money all you want. Guess what? They're good for it. Now Richardson's going, you know what? I'm done. Now P. Diddy has uh, thrown his Yeah, let's talk about that. We're going to come back. Let's, we're going to take a break. And I just pulled up the John Booster. He's, uh, he's listed single. And so, John Boos, I've heard of that. Uh, John Boos, he's more of a big hockey guy, but he's been there forever. Uh, at any rate, you're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, Let Edge, rolling. Your texts are welcome. 888-993-7762. 888-993-7762. Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union. Hotline, this segment brought to you by our friend, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specialized in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby is there for you. Also, if you need to pick up somebody, a shooting guard on your rec team, Bobby would be the man on that one, too. 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Back in a minute. On a big truck's journey, the driver faces long hours, unrealistic deadlines, and fatigue. Driver fatigue could lead to devastating accidents, leaving people seriously injured or killed. A big truck wreck requires serious legal help. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in a wreck with a big truck, I know what to do for you. Don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Are you you? You jump in, you start up, you gotta go, there's a lot to do. A red light on your dashboard is lighting up, telling you that your car needs attention. North 18th at Louisville, Well Road at Cypress, and Farmerville Highway in Ruston. Are you Rick Brings Rapid Lube and Wash? I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals, and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Starlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Tis the season of savings at Ryan Chevrolet. Trade a 99 or newer car truck and get $11,000 off MSRP on any 2017 LT Crew Cab. Plus, get Chevy's employee discount on select vehicles, including over 30 Tahoes and Suburbans. 
Merry Christmas from Ryan Chevrolet on Oliver Road in Monroe. Don't forget, you can shop online at RyanChevy.com. Find new roads. Take delivery by 1218. See dealer for details. Washtenaw Valley, making good things happen. You want a credit union that works as hard as you do. You want the very best people looking out for you. Washtenaw Valley, making good things happen. Rocket Fast Car Wash. Rocket Fast. It's a blast. And your vehicle is clean. Happy holidays from Rocket Fast. It's time for our giant gift card sale. Starting Black Friday through December 31, you can buy one gift card and get one half price. Our gift cards make great gifts for everyone, so don't miss out on this annual event. Purchase at any of our six locations from Monroe to Shreveport or purchase online at RocketFastCarWash.com. Rocket Fast, the fast and easy way to wash your car. Time the invaluable currency of life. It is the cosmic yarn that weaves the itchy sweater of existence, and each passing moment a tug of the string, continuously pulling until our sweaters are no more. Time is precious. So don't waste time. Go to johnnysph.com. Check out our menu and select the pizza that fits you. Start your order from home or on the go with the Johnny's app. Johnny's Pizza House. Let's share a slice. We're living on the Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Hey, welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7, The Edge, Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. Uh, we'll go get some college bowl stuff here a little bit later. Then want to get into this. We'll stay with the NFL for a second. The Carolina Panthers owner, Jerry Richardson, there was a very negative story in Sports Illustrated that came out about him, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it uh, published a story reporting that the Carolina Panthers, and this is Sports Illustrated reporting this, it's not something that's been confirmed, but uh, there's certain uh, there's a degree of truth, obviously, in this, that the Panthers settled with at least four former employees regarding inappropriate workplace behavior by Richardson. Um, Richardson is 81 years old. He basically said, look, dude, <laughs> I'm done. I believe it's time to turn the franchise over to new ownership. Therefore, I'll put the team up for sale at the conclusion of the NFL season. We will not begin the sale process, nor will we entertain any inquiries until the very last game is played. So the Panthers, uh, two seasons, stands the Super Bowl. A very inconsistent, uh, petulant quarterback in Cam Newton. A very inconsistent team is going to be up for sale. But anyway, the Sports Illustrated article said that Richardson had uh, sexual harassment of multiple women and uh, apparently used a racial slur toward a scout who has since left the team. Uh, apparently, is, is what it said, Not, nothing substantiated. But uh, he made verbal comments about women's appearances. Jamie, have you ever commented, you don't have to answer that because it might come up in court one day, about anyone's appearances, and he inappropriately touched female employees and made advances toward women and Claire, where he goes, the foot rubs and other things. Um, apparently, he uh, the allegations of using a racial slur that led to a settlement with a scout. Uh, he was not in favor of the social issue agenda of some of the players. Okay. Well, this goes into a lot of different uh, 
rabbit holes. Uh, as you indicated, four ex-employees uh, have settled on sexual misconduct charges, one on a racial slur, supposedly. Now, if you ask Cam Newton, he looks at Jerry Richardson in an entirely different light. He refers to him as a father figure to him. Uh, he's had nothing but uh, good, uh, a good rapport, a good relationship with the 81-year-old Richardson. Uh, this basically comes on the heels of a investigative report by a Sports Illustrated MMQB, Monday Morning Quarterback, what that stands for. It's a detailed and explosive report citing these examples of sexual misconduct on behalf of a supposedly uh, purported uh, done by Jerry Richardson. Uh, but he has also said that, you know, he's very pleased with what he was able to do, bringing football to the Carolinas. He's happy that he was able to give, you know, he, he's proud of the people of North Carolina for stepping up and supporting his team. And, uh, by the way, they, they uh, started in 1995 in Charlotte. And, uh, but you can see this. I don't think this is a good hit because – Let's say, for example, P. Diddy. Um, what did you tell me the net worth of the Panthers? Okay. P. Diddy, that Forbes, P. Diddy's already tweeted out, I want to buy the Panthers. Steph Curry wants in. Mm-hmm. P. Diddy's estimated worth is about $870 million. A lot of money. A lot of money. Uh, Forbes has also placed the value of the Panthers at $2.3 billion. Whoops. That's a jump. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you can afford the Volvo, but you want the upgraded Mercedes. Yeah, I don't think so. You're going to have to get some friends. There's a lot of things. And then, of course, P. Diddy also has another uh, agenda, and his one of his would be he wants to bring back Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, that's, that's what he wanted. Well, no, he said he was going to bring Kaepernick in to compete with Cam Newton for the job. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, again, we get in a situation now too big to fail. Is the NFL too big to fail? Hmm. Well, P. Diddy uh, referencing the almighty – on his uh, Twitter page yesterday, okay, uh, and shows a picture of him uh, in a Panthers jersey. Okay, he goes, "This picture was taken in 2003," and it shows P. Diddy, I guess, out on the field being recognized. Uh, this is God's work. It's time, attention, all NFL owners. It's time for diversity. It's time for black ownership. The time is now. Let's make this happen. I, you know, I think that anybody with the money to come in and buy that is certainly going to get a seat at that table. If nothing else, it'd be interesting to watch. Is P. Diddy from Carolina? I could not tell you. Okay. Well, no, I mean, sure, if you can get the, you know, if uh, Seth Curry, if this is, I mean, it's a free country, and if you want to put it up. Now, I can tell you you're going to have some headaches along with it, um, but if that's uh, that's what you want to do, if that's where you want to spend your money, um, then go for it. Now, whether the Panthers fans would support you signing Colin Kaepernick as a backup to compete with uh, number one? Colin Kaepernick is not going to sign as a backup. We, we've talked about this. Well, he's saying that's one of his uh, one of his motivations behind it, and that's- and now he comes in and competes with your starting guy. You want to disrupt the locker room, so you know, take away the the implications and all of, of half your fan base is going to be upset, half of it will be supportive. It's uh, it's a bomb. Now, if you hire him as a starting quarterback, he's my starting quarterback. I think I think he's in like that. As a backup to come in and compete? No. Nobody's going to hire the guy to come in as a backup because it's like Tim Tebow. It's a circus. If you hire him as your starting quarterback, this is our guy. We're going with him. Great. Knock yourself out, people. Get that. As a backup, your starting quarterback is going to go, really? Well, I think you got to look at the, you know, there's a lot of things 
uh, that, that are head-scratching right now. One, of course, is the whether you like Roger Goodell or do not like Roger Goodell. The I don't like Roger Goodell. The fact that he's signed a five, I think he's 2024 is when it's over um, for him. But in the meantime, you're going to give him $200 million, um, and then the you know uh, lifetime insurance and things like that. If, what if he gets foot rubs? If that is if that's the mindset of a league that is that is lose lost ratings and advertising, and then you turn around and double down and give the guy who's made these decisions who won't suspend Michael Bennett, but will suspend Ezekiel Elliott for six games for basically being extorted for some of the very things we're talking about right now. And don't get me wrong, please do not misunderstand that we do not condone nor uh, encourage sexual misconduct, but we, I am saying that, yes, it is used as a weapon right now. It is. Not just in, in sports, but in corporate America. Sometimes it's, uh, and that's what's bad about it, is it takes away from the from the real true suits that need to be filed. And, uh, you know, the ones that are legitimate cases are being overruled because when it becomes, an, it, you know, when, when it becomes an everyday occurrence, people eventually begin to get tone deaf. Richie hits this NFL too big to feel. Vince McMahon doesn't think so. He's just trademarked the UFL. So they, they, you know, there's some weakness out there. NFL, and we'll talk about this on our last segment. This point, the NFL, and this was in the Washington Times. They have posted the highest unfavorable rating of any sport for the third month in a row. The highest unfavorable rating of any major U.S. sport. Uh, the NFL is ranked unfavorable by 38% of the respondents, the highest of any professional sport, as well as college football and college basketball. Major League Baseball has the highest favorable rating at 63% and the lowest unfavorable rating at 15%, while the NFL had a 48%. Less than half the people on the respondent survey uh, have a favorable rating for the NFL. Lots of interesting stuff here. Uh, we will get into, and, and Sean points this out, college football ratings were down this year as well. They were. Uh, and I think a lot of reason for that, as I think a lot of people are just, you know, discovering that they can live without it at some point. Yesterday is the first time I've watched a significant amount of football, uh, professional football, this season. I freely admit I didn't watch all of it. Um, and, and I did yesterday. Uh, let's take, go ahead and take our last break. We come back. Uh, a little maybe college football bowl stuff. A Washington Times reporter or Washington Post reporter takes aim at Nick Saban, calls him a gutless coward, had nothing to do with the football field. It's the fact that Nick Saban didn't weigh in politically at all, not on his side, not on the other side, but he felt like Nick Saban should weigh in on politically on some things to show his leadership, and especially if you agree with certain reporters, you have license to do that. Uh, at any rate, listen to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Potts. Your calls, your texts are welcome. Triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line. This segment brought to you by our friends at Pie Works Gourmet Pizza by Design. You'll see them on Tower Drive next to Nukes in Monroe. Sounds like a good day for it. I might hit Pie Works today myself. Anyway, back in a minute. Work hard and play hard with a Kawasaki from McKinney's. Here's Richie McKinney. The 2017 Mule 610 is built to get the tough jobs done. 
And right now, our best-selling side-by-side is $800 off. Then when the work is done, cut loose with the fun 2017 Kawasaki Terex. Take $1,500 off and dress it up in our accessories department. Come see us at McKinney's, your outdoor superstore in Ruston. Kawasaki ATVs with engines of 90cc and above are recommended for use only by persons 16 years of age or older. Your family and friends will gobble up the smoked turkey or spiral ham from Hot Rod Barbecue this holiday. People are flocking to Hot Rod Barbecue for smoked turkey and spiral hams so they don't have to cook for the holidays. That's great. Don't be a turkey. And wait till it's too late. Turkeys are in limited supply everywhere. Call now and order your smoked turkey or spiral ham from Hot Rod Barbecue. 254-8010. 254-8010. Two popular questions you'll hear around Christmas. What did you get for Christmas? And will you marry me? So guys, if you're asking the big question, visit National Jewelry for her special engagement ring. From the most affordable to the most discriminating, you'll find her special ring for your special question. Selections from designers like Simon G, Coast Diamond, and Gabriel. She'll recognize the name and the quality from National Jewelry. For over 60 years, trusted for quality and value prices. Riddles Drive in Ruston, where nobody does I do like they do. Brennan Collision Center is now open. This is Steve Brennan. Our new body shop is now open and ready to take care of your repair needs. Our manager, Cheryl Thornhill, is well known in the area and her team of Paul Wills, Doc, Kevin Murray, and Joellen Simpson have decades of experience and a reputation second to none. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and our phone number is 251-4824. We'll get your car repaired quick and to your satisfaction. Give Cheryl a call. Brennan Collision Center, located next to Brennan Dodge on the service road in Ruston. If your gas gauge doesn't work, you might run out. If your speedometer doesn't work, you might get a ticket. Don't risk either one happening to you. If the gauges in your car don't work, call or come by Dash Solutions in West Monroe. They can fix anything that's broken, and most repairs are done in less than an hour. The solution to broken gauges is Dash Solutions. I-20 at 5th Street in West Monroe. 355-8595. 355-8595. Are you ready to sell your homeland or commercial property? Then call Cowell Banker Group One Realty. Your listings on hundreds of the best websites in the country. A video tour of most listings. The number one most visited real estate brand online. 73% more transactions than our nearest competitor over the past 10 years. 110 professional realtors cover 17 parishes. We advertise in local media too. Call Cowell Banker Group One Realty in Monroe 3610300. West Monroe 362007. Buston 25. 5302, each office independently owned and operated. Broken windows are bad enough. A car that's baking inside from the summer sun is even worse. Magic Glass and Tent can handle both these problems. From one day service on replacing your windshield, to repairing power windows, to professional window tinting for your car, home, or business, Magic Glass does it all. They also carry a full line of accessories for your car or truck. Magic Glass and Tent, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. Give them a call at 330-9988. The 2017 Walk-On's Independence Bowl has your ticket to drive. The Walk-On's Independence Bowl is almost here. Get your tickets for the December 27th showdown online at walkonsindependencebowl.com. Tickets start at $30 for individuals and $15 for groups. Plus, this year, you'll get a chance to win a new Ford F-150 courtesy of Gateway Tire and Toyo Tires. Tickets available at walkonsindependencebowl.com or call 318. 318- 221-0712. That's the ticket. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. 
Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back to Sports Talk 97.7 The Edge. Waldrop, Fox, Tabor. That sounds like a police lineup. Uh, <laughs> close it, yeah, or a law firm, maybe a little bit of both. Uh, close it down here on a Monday. Thanks for spending part of your morning with us. You're still welcome to chime in. 888 which is the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line. A uh, couple memorable quotes from college football uh, CEOs, the head coaches this year, and some of the players. And this, this struck me as funny because sometimes you just forget. If you talk enough in front of the media, it's like you and I or, or Sean doing it three hours, that you make mistakes. Yep, There's yep. nobody that's not going to talk. Colin Cowher, it doesn't matter who they are. You talk enough. Uh, just off the top of your head, even though you're prepared, you're going to misspeak some things. You're going to put something out there you didn't mean in that context to put out. It just happens. Correct. Uh, and sometimes you mean for it to happen. Sometimes you don't. But uh, the uh, the Baker Mayfield speech this year before Baylor, you forget who your daddy is. I'm going to have to spank you today. Baker Mayfield to Baylor University prior to the game. And, yes, daddy showed up, and he was in one of those moods. And the Bears promptly went down. Of course, beating the Bears this year, yeah, not that big a deal. I think you and I, flag football team, could have beat the yeah, Bears. That, they've year. stomped them. Okay, so a good one also. Uh, Pitt head coach Pat Narduzzi at halftime says his team, he guarantees his team is going to beat Miami at halftime. Saw that. Saw that quote. And, and follows through with it. This is on television. you got to like that. Narduzzi's a good coach. Um, <laughs> Clemson defensive end Dexter Lawrence. They ask him, what are you looking forward to in the Sugar Bowl? And you would figure, hey, another chance to beat Alabama and Saban, a chance to play for another national championship, uh, you know, a chance to play again with my teammate. You know, any any number of things come to mind. No, no, no. Uh, and I'm quoting here. This is uh, Dexter Lawrence. Them donuts. What are they called? Beignets. Yeah, beignets. I'm going to give you some of them. So Dexter is looking forward to the beignets. Uh, which is a good move, Dexter. I look forward to beignets when I go to New Orleans. The, the good folks at Cafe Dumont, thank you for that free advertising. How many Dexter? beignets do you think Dexter could eat? Uh, let me tell you All of them? They could put it, uh, and you might want to be, I mean, if you've got a game to play, though, Dexter, you might want to go easy on those beignets, but uh, maybe half a dozen will, will, will get it done. I don't know. Nick Saban. Uh, they asked Nick Saban uh, about the media, and his quote was, I'm trying to get our players to listen to me instead of you guys. All the stuff you write about how good we are, all that stuff you hear on ESPN, it's like rat poison. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Nick, never at a loss for words. I sort of like that. Uh, that was a pretty good one there, Jamie. Rat, rat poison. poison. Um, I would say, uh, you know, it, it, it's all so controlled under Nick, isn't it? Well, here's his other on fashion. Nick Saban yes. chimes in on fashion. Not to offend anybody out there. You know, when you said, when you preface something by saying not to offend anybody out there, you're going to offend, you're going to offend people. I just walked by some jeans, wore out jeans, holes in them, all cut up. I remember when I was a kid in West Virginia, I was ashamed to go to school because my jeans we wore uh, out, oh, we didn't figure out how to get any better. Now they buy them that way. I just can't figure out how did we get here. And they joined the He club. loves it. Yeah, he was, uh, he, that was kind of a guffaw moment for him. I thought that was one of those relaxed moments I've ever seen. Nick Saban is kind of, where, where are we now? I mean, I think it's a good statement, and, and I enjoyed and it. Let's flip from Nick Saban. Let's go to uh, Mike Leach, who Mike Leach is, is, Please, just, uh, is just – Mike Leach has given marital advice 
huh? uh, what to expect out of marriage, how to survive the wedding. Basically, he said, look, let your wife-to-be make all decisions on the wedding. Yeah. You show up. Right. That's your job. And he goes, the other, and I'm paraphrasing in here, all this money you spent on the wedding, you have five years from now, you're going to wish you just had that check and you eloped. Uh, he also, after beating USC, this, this is vintage Mike Leach. Mike Leach is a, uh, a Mormon attorney. That, that's his background. Uh, and, and just an absolute genius when it comes to offensive football. And this is what he said on after beating USC, and I'm quoting, it's a good win. There's a lot of people here. It's like Woodstock, except everybody has their clothes on. Yes, yes. One of my favorite lines. Way to go. <laughs> Way to go, Way to go uh, Coach Leach. Uh, everybody has their clothes on at, uh, in Pullman. Thank goodness. Uh, Butch Jones, prior to being uh, – gone at Tennessee, he's talking about leadership. You don't have to get a physical rep to get a rep. You can get leadership by having all the wideouts stand around you and going over your progression and going over what you're thinking. Uh, he talked about bye weeks. I thought if it was uh, not the best bye week, one of the best bye weeks we've had here in a long time. So bye weeks are a good thing, I guess. Uh, his uh, What was the other thing that got Butch in so much hot water? Uh, Life leaders or something like that. I don't know. Poor Bush. Yeah, well, I'm trying to be leaders in life. not Champions, necessarily, yeah, life. champions, champions in life. Champions in life, and they were really bad. And You know, I get where he's coming from. Again, these are coaches, folks, that you put a microphone, and as good as they are, so many of them, especially at that level, well, they're used to that. But can you pick up anything that somebody says and twist it to your own benefit? If you have an axe to grind, absolutely, and you're seeing it so much these days. From, from a lot of the sexual harassment stuff. Now, a lot of it's legitimate. A lot of it's not. Uh, same thing with coaches. It's like the Buffalo Bills coach. Uh, when, you know, he compared it to going, you know, well, we have a job to do just like the military. Well, he does have a job to do. His job is different than the military. The fact that people shoot at the military, generally they're not shooting at the Bills, but yet you have a job to do. The guy at Home Depot that stacks the, 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 the pallets out has a job to do. Military has a job to do. Doctors have a job to do. We have a job to do. Certainly, police and first responders, so firemen have a job to do. People get so, uh, especially social media, has just inflamed this thing to the point where you're like, you know, does anybody have any common sense anymore? I mean, I, you could follow any politician around, and you can twist something that they say, and say, well, they don't like this group or that group. Uh, I mean, it's just it's to the point where it's absurd now. Wasn't there a book, and I can't remember what it, I think the name of it was, The Death of Common Sense? Yeah, I can't read, so I don't know. No, I know you can't. But uh, Lots of pictures. If um, that, to your point of where we are, societally speaking right now, it is the death of common sense. It is uh, overreaction. Um, people really... Looking you know, for something. They are looking for reasons to be offended. And generally, if there's a reason for it, there's usually a dollar bill behind it. Now, again, are we making light of any of the things we've talked about in lieu of the uh, sexual harassment, i.e. misconduct? No, because there's a lot of legitimate cases out there that need to be adjudicated and, uh, and ruled upon. But that's, what, that's why this has gone all amok, is it takes away from the legitimacy of those claims, in my opinion, because they do, uh, when it becomes so commonplace, people become tone deaf and... Uh, it becomes a situation where you're almost, it's, okay, that's another day at the office, instead of something that should be treating, treated with the uh, amount of uh, respect it deserves. But here we are. And uh, I, I, uh, I can honestly say, Terry, I, uh, 
been working with you now for a while, and uh, I honestly say I cannot accuse you of sexual harassment. Or uh, I can accuse you of, of uh, harassment, slander, yeah. libel, all these all these other horrible things. But no, I, I you know I, I can honestly say, uh, well, I mean, hey, but uh, goodness knows you're uh, you've got to put up with a lot, and so do a lot of our listeners every day, and they don't turn around and file suit against other people just for the heck of it. Um, so we'll leave it at that. And we hope that uh, maybe tomorrow we can come up with uh, other weighty matters of the world. Again, uh, Sean will be on this afternoon at 3. Uh, <laughs> by the way, we are 48 hours away from uh, National Signing Day. The early signing period begins in uh, on Wednesday. Jacob, Jacob suggests that you go for a sex change. Me? Uh, huh? Yeah, it's okay. the victim. <laughs> well, if you think about it, I've got uh, – that's a good point, Jacob, because if you think about it, i kind of got the uh, – gender-neutral name of Jamie. I mean, those, those people call me Puppy, and that, that, that's gone in a lot of different directions. So we might as well use that one. It can be right. It can be female or male. Man, Mike is a Saints fan. We're going to get out of here on this one. Mike is a Saints fan. Okay. I wholeheartedly endorse uh, Puppy, uh, Sean P. Diddy, mm-hmm. uh, buying the Panthers. Yeah. Uh, trade Cam and start Kaepernick. I'm a Saints fan, and I 100% approve this move. <laughs> Mike, I think you're, I think you're onto something there. Yep. Uh, it might, happen. might happen. It might happen. Saints fans are all on board with that one. I'd say that's the way. Trade Cam and bring in Kaepernick. Bring in Kaepernick and Super Bowl for the Panthers. Yeah. No doubt. At any rate, thanks to our sponsors today. Power Gourmet Pizza by Design. Uh, Spawn of Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union. And the man, oh, G.B. Cooley, and the man, the myth, the legend, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world, U.S. 165 North, in Monroe, 318-345-4500.